Let's be real. We're not being completely honest about motherhood. Sure, we all talk about how we hate the sleepless nights, the breastfeeding, how our partner doesn't help us enough, and the toddler meltdowns. But I want to know what's going on with you. I'm Michelle Mansfield, author and founder of The Honest Mom Project. On this podcast, we're going to talk about the motherhood shit that no one talks about, not even your best friend. Come join special guests, mom friends, and myself as we share our stories with love, honesty, humor, and definitely a few appearances from my potty mouth. Let's validate what we're all going through so we can acknowledge each of our own feelings with confidence. Let's start being honest moms with each other. Welcome to the Honest Mom Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Honest Mom Podcast. This is episode three, and I thought this was gonna this is gonna be a great topic um, to kind of slowly dive deep into the feelings that I'll be talking about in future episodes. We'll be getting more specific about feelings, but today a general umbrella of why aren't we being honest? What are we afraid of? What is it doing to us mentally, physically? to our relationships, to us as moms. So today we're going to be diving deep. I have tons of great resources for you. I've got my background on all this and why I'm not honest 100% of the time and little nuggets of things tossed in there to add in some fun. And if you checked out episode two, I go into all of the things that I do in each episode. Uh, The first thing we start out with is why I chose the episode, which got that covered. Why aren't we being honest? Well, (laughs) We need to figure that out. Let's talk about it today. I The second thing that we're going to be doing is I have um, pulled the mom card of the week from my compendium stack of cards. I pulled from the Be Strong deck, and we're going to see how this card resonates with you, if not today, maybe another day. So get a pen out and write it down. I may even put this in the show notes. That would be a great idea just to kind of toss it into the show notes so you have it. And then I'll let you know how it resonates with me and the topic we're talking about. So today from the Be Strong deck, I pulled a card and the source is Eileen Caddy. And what it says, see every difficulty as a challenge, a stepping stone and never be defeated by anything or anyone. Bam. (laughs) Never be defeated by anything or anyone. Uh, easier said than done, right? (laughs) So, but I am going to put a twist on this, a positive twist and feel good about this card. I see it totally paralleling with this episode. See every difficulty as a challenge, a stepping stone and never be defeated by anything or anyone. So with our honest feelings, our challenging feelings that we have inside of our minds, inside of our hearts, instead of seeing those as things defeating us, things that define us, things that put us and bring us down and just kind of smush us down into the ground, defeat our confidence, 
as moms, as humans, seeing these feelings instead as challenges in life to grow stronger, to be a better mom, because we can always be a better version than we were yesterday, to learn, to grow, to gain insight on yourself. Seeing these feelings, these challenging feelings of motherhood, adjusting to motherhood, dealing with motherhood as stepping stones. So stepping to the next level, never staying in the same spot for too long and never being defeated by anything or anyone. So I know this is easier said and done than done, like I said, but we have the power to not allow anything to defeat us. We can acknowledge it. We can be with it for a little while and we can find help to get through it, but it can never define or defeat us. So just think of that when it comes to your honesty with motherhood, the feelings you have inside that you're ashamed of, that you're afraid to tell people, that you're afraid to even admit to yourself. And I'm going to go into my story of dishonesty because I was as dishonest as dishonest can be. I had a nose as long as Pinocchio when it came to how I was dealing with motherhood and all of the crappy feelings I was having inside of me. And sure, I had some good feelings too. Don't get me wrong. But the adjustment that I had to being a mom, to letting go of a lot of things, to resentments, to missing out on stuff that I used to love, to things I had to let go of forever, to things I had to let go of temporarily. I mean, things that I had, feelings I had about my, my husband, um, my friends, you name it. All these things, I just bottled up where they fit inside of me. I have no idea, but that rug was super puffy and high, no matter how many nails I drove into that rug to keep those feelings hidden. <laughs> um, the person that I've been most of my life and I continue to be because it just doesn't, the switch doesn't change. The personality doesn't change, but I am really hard on myself if I don't figure it out on my own. Um, I know how to ask for help more now that I'm in my forties, but I was terrible at it growing up throughout high school, college, throughout my career, and definitely throughout most of my motherhood journey. I was embarrassed if I didn't know something, like I felt stupid. I was shameful if I had really what I thought were fucked up feelings of motherhood. Um, I didn't, you know, I didn't have feelings of wanting to harm myself or my daughter, but I had feelings of want, not wanting to be a mom and just blinking and making it all go away or turning back the hands of time to a time where I made the decision to get pregnant. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I mean, I had all those feelings and it has nothing to do with our love for our kids. It, I love my daughter more than words can say. And I know you love your children more than words can say, but we need to be real about these feelings and I needed to be real. And I'm not kidding you. It took me, Brooklyn was about four ish around that area years old 
where I started seeing other people being honest and gosh, those were angels that came out of the sky, blessings from the universe, whatever you want to call it, because it ignited that spark that it was okay to talk about what I was going through. And it gave me the bravery to actually do it. It made me realize that I was a good mom, that I wanted to be a mom because I was afraid to tell my husband because I was afraid that he in his head and he would never tell me, but in his head, he'd be like, this girl sucks. My wife sucks as a mom. She doesn't like being a mom. She's terrible at it. She's not meant to be a mom. She doesn't have it in her. Those were all my voices that I was just imagining my husband would tell me or that my mom would think that she did something wrong and how can I fix, fix, fix. My husband's a fixer too. So I didn't, I was overwhelmed with anyone in my life that I saw as a fixer because sometimes you just don't want someone to fix you. You just want to let out things and have someone tell you you're not, you're normal. I didn't have any friends that were talking about the stuff I was feeling. So I was like, well, I'm not going to tell them because they're going to think that I suck as a mom. And that, you know, they're better, they're a better mom than I am. And again, those were my little made up stories in my head. So I have been working ever since that time period when she was out of toddlerhood, where some kind of clarity, thanks to these women that I found on social media and in books, podcasts, were being honest about their feelings. I am so blessed that these people came into my life and allowed me to just breathe and, and kind of get the nails out of the floor and let the rug kind of rise. And I didn't let everything out at once, but it allowed me to slowly sweep things and clean things up because man, I was being suffocated and I didn't even know it. It's kind of like when someone has something wrong with them physically, Let's say you have like a gluten intolerance and you don't even know it until you remove gluten because you've been living with the symptoms for so long that you think that they're normal. And until you eliminate the gluten and you're like, whoa, I have energy, brain clarity. My mood is amazing. My stomach feels, doesn't, isn't bloated, blah, blah, blah. You don't realize sometimes until you release and let something go. So that's physical and emotional. So I wanted to share, let's break this up a little bit. Done with me. I wanted to share with you an article from BuzzFeed that I just found most of the, the points to be very interesting. And I'll link, um, I'll have a link in the show notes for that. And the article there's tons of articles, by the way, you Google, why are we hiding our mom feelings, mom dishonesty, all that kind of jazz. There are so many blogs, articles, research done on this topic. And one that struck, you know, the title alone struck um, a chord with me. The title is moms are sharing what they wish they knew about being a mother before becoming one. And it's incredibly eye-opening. So there were, I think, 35 different, um, form, different feedbacks from moms of things that they wish they knew before they became a mom. And things such as how freaking hard breastfeeding can be and that it doesn't work for everyone. 
Another one, I wish I knew not to take mommy bloggers word for fact. I felt and still feel at times like I'm a failure because these people post perfect images of their bodies and their kids and their experiences. So again, we talked about that world of media in episode two, and that goes with the media of motherhood. Another, I didn't feel that overwhelmed with joy and love the first moment I saw my son when he was born. And I will tell you this right now, everyone, I did not feel that either with my daughter and I hope she never listens to this, but that changed. So there is hope, but I did not have that goo-goo like feeling, smelling the head, feeling that need to get pregnant even <laughs> immediately after. I just... I really wasn't connected with her. And there's a reason for that. And I'll talk about that in a future episode. So there is hope. It doesn't mean that you're not cut out for motherhood. Um, another piece of feedback, how little my single friends understood about my new transition into motherhood. So that goes into the world of friendships, an episode that we will for sure be having. How much I actually am enjoying motherhood. I went my whole life saying I didn't want kids because I enjoy being selfish with my time and money. So there are good feelings that you could have that you didn't realize. I thought I would toss one in there and I'm the opposite. I thought I would enjoy motherhood and didn't realize that all, all the selfish things and things that I loved doing on my own, how hard it would be to not be able to do a lot of that stuff anymore, or at least temporarily. Um, this one struck a chord with me, how much having a, a child would amplify my mental illness. So moms out there, be aware if you have any history, I'm not a doctor here or a psychologist, psychiatrist, anything, but if you have a history of mental illness in your family, depression, anxiety, anything, which I had, have, um, you just having that awareness and just paying attention to you and your mental health, because you're, you know, and this is from medical sources, you are very susceptible to postpartum depression, anxiety, and other perinatal mood disorders. If you have that history, so take care of yourself, especially if you have that, that, that history. Um, another thing <laughs> that I found interesting that you'll love something more than yourself a lot. Um, I didn't feel that right away. I definitely feel that today. Brooklyn is eight. It didn't take me eight years, but it took me a while, um, that you'll lose some friends, how lonely it is, especially when your friends don't have kids yet. You'll never have it all. And that's okay how you'll be surprised every single day and how much you'll put your foot in your mouth. So that definitely is that. So there are many other little tidbits and feelings from other moms out there, moms that are in your court being honest about what they didn't realize, uh, which goes into my segment of someone failed to mention. So for me, I feel someone failed to mention that I would have gosh, so many feelings adjusting to being a mom, so many negative feelings too, along with positive and how holding them in only suffocated me, how it would contribute to my depression, how I would feel so isolated and alone and that they would not go away by ignoring 
them. So take that into heart, the power of honesty and dishonesty and what it can do to your mental health. And in the show link, uh, show notes, I'll have some links to some other article titles about motherhood. So like I said, there's tons of them out there. And a few of them that I found interesting is Mommy Wise had one called, what if I hate being a mom? Is this normal? Today's parent had one called regretting motherhood. What have I done to my life? Good therapy had one. When you love your kids, but don't love motherhood. That one, I really, I love that title because there's so much truth behind that. Because motherhood, there are 3 million podcast episodes on this, but motherhood is not the most fun thing in the world, people. And it's okay to say that you don't enjoy every second of it. Heck, I didn't enjoy every second of my career, but I felt for some reason that it was wrong to tell someone that I didn't enjoy being a mom at times or certain parts of motherhood. And then another one, finally, by Her View From Home, a favorite blog of mine. And I have an article actually written on Her View From Home that you can find on my website. But there, they featured an article, Why Do We As Mothers Work So Hard To Hide Our Feelings? It is a lot of work, isn't it? It's exhausting to hide your feelings in general. When it comes to your own feelings, feelings about your partner, your spouse, friendships, your mother-in-law, your mom, maybe other family members, coworkers, you name it. There's so many things in your life that are stems from that motherhood. So I found something also, I wanted to kind of dive into what dishonest motherhood can do to us. There are physical things as well as emotional things. So we're not doing ourselves any favors here by hiding our feelings. We think we are, we think that we're strong and we're tough and we can figure it out if that's at least how I thought. Um, the shame that I had with my feelings, I thought it was easier to ignore and not tell, but in all honesty, it ate away at me. And physically being dishonest with feelings in general, but talking about motherhood specifically here, the physical stress and mental stress and moms out there, I'm telling you right now, especially with the way the world is with health and wellness, illness, stress is a insanely huge contributor to your physical health. So please think about that when we're holding in these feelings that the physical stress is there and the mental stress and that stress in general is just destroying our immune systems. And we need those immune systems now more than ever. Okay. And the way the world is, it can affect your blood pressure, memory issues. So not only do we have shitty memories as moms as it is, but why add to that? I still have memory issues. I don't remember what I ate for breakfast, but I'll remember which socks I wore at some school dance in seventh grade. And I have a best friend that will vouch for that. She laughs hysterically at my long-term memory. <laughs> um, physical issues as well include heart disease. Um, and women out there, heart disease is the leading killer out there 
we women need to take care of our hearts, our physically as well as our hearts and souls. So letting these feelings out, helping our immune system, our stress levels, our blood pressure, our brain health, helping our anxiety and depression. I mean, I have, I, I don't need any more anxiety. I don't know about you. And I want to feel good most of the time. So I need to vow to myself and you need to vow to yourself not to add to that. And then like mentally, lack of communication makes it tough to navigate conflict in general. And man, in motherhood, you have conflict every day. We need that power and that knowledge to be able to navigate through these conflicts. If we can't navigate through our own internal conflicts, how are we supposed to perform when it comes to our children and our families? Our lack of vulnerability affects, um, it affects your connections with other people. So you may realize this with people in your life that aren't vulnerable with you and you may have some kind of connection with them, but it's not as strong as the ones that are really raw and real with you. And you don't have to tell everyone everything. My friends don't know everything about my life, but the people that I'm close with and trust know a lot. And I love having them on my couch and being comfortable. And our connections are super strong. The connections that I've lost in my life are with the ones that I didn't feel that communication being super strong. Like everything's good. Everything's fine. Don't worry. And only talk about the good stuff and, you know, or whatever. And you got to think about this when you're making new friends, because the world of making new mom friends, which will be an episode in itself is hard. And if you're not being open with people and it's okay to be open with someone brand new, it's kind of cool when that happens and you get that instant connection, that instant good instinct that when you meet someone and you have such a great conversation and you just breathe a sigh of relief and you look forward to seeing them again and you exchange numbers knowing that you're going to hang out and it's not just one of those little fake exchanges. And the, finally, a lack of honesty creates a false world around you kind of making you feel like everything's fine when it's really not. Not being connected to your reality. So how are you supposed to find the tools to figure out your shit? <laughs> All right, if you're not connected to your reality. If you don't wanna be connected to your reality, watch a show on Bravo, Summer House. Oh, Winter House, sorry, pardon my French. Winter House right now, amazing. Salt Lake City Housewives, great. I can't get into Below Deck Mediterranean or any of those, but people say they're amazing. So disconnect from your reality for a half an hour a day and watch one of those shows if you wanna do that. But connect to your own reality. So, a little segment here that I'm going to break it up kind of random. Um, one of the things I talk about in each episode are a few of my favorite things. And this week I'm talking about something that I have been obsessed with for almost a year now. And I continue to be obsessed with vital proteins, collagen and beauty collagen gummies. Oh my gosh. 
The collagen gummies are grape flavored and they have this insane chewy texture. Oh my God, they're so good. And then the beauty gummies are a strawberry flavor. So I love vital proteins in general. This isn't an endorsement. I'm not getting paid. This isn't an advertisement. There's no discount here. I just love each week telling you things that I love to eat, read, watch, listen to, do. Um, and this week it is the vital proteins, collagen and beauty collagen gummies. So, um, I can confession here. If I have like a sweet tooth in the afternoon, I will pop some of those in my mouth and it's almost like eating gummy bears, but actually better. And I'm a gummy fanatic. Um, so check them out online, Amazon, health food stores, wherever, no discount. I'm not that important. <laughs> <laughs> to be getting sponsorship right now. So I just enjoy them and want to share them with you. Our next segment, we're getting down to the end of our episode. And our next segment is that I love is if you don't want advice, here are words of encouragement. And these are actually inspired by the Her View from Home article, Why Do We as Mothers Work So Hard to Hide Our Feelings? And again, link will be in the show notes to that awesome article. It's normal to feel sadness. It's normal to feel regret for something new that you're not confident in yet. It's normal to feel angry when someone makes you mad. I mean, come on. It's normal to feel anxiety about certain things, especially change. It doesn't make you weak to share these feelings. It actually shows your strength. Ding, ding, ding. Your honesty is a gift to yourself, along with others who are afraid to be honest. You deserve to talk about these feelings so you can heal, grow stronger, and find confidence in your motherhood. You don't always have to have it all together. You don't always have to enjoy every moment. And you don't have to hide it from those you trust and love. So those are some paraphrased little bullets that I got from the article, and it's just validation for you. I hope that you take all of those to heart and just feel a little bit of a weight lifted that allows you to, you know, just at least be, start being honest with yourself and acknowledge some things inside of you, even if you don't say it out loud quite yet. It's okay. So if you want some advice, I have a few things that worked for me. And if you don't want the advice, you can skip over. You can always come back to this advice too, if you ever do want it. So these are things that worked for me. And I always stress in these episodes, I'm going to stress that if they don't work for you, it doesn't make you anything wrong here. You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. I'm just sharing little tidbits. Maybe one thing works for you. Maybe you can share these things with someone else. All right, so things that work for me, and these kind of go in chronological order when I started healing. Okay, some people hate social media and say that it's evil. <laughs> My husband is one of them. I found amazing people online through Instagram, through podcasts, through Facebook, you name it. I have found wonderful people. I found some creepers and some trolls, but that's anywhere in life. 
physical, anywhere you go workplace, you're going to find amazing people and you're going to find the haters. So I started with connecting with accounts online. I will link some of those accounts in the show notes, their Instagram handles. And I want you to think about starting to also not only connect with these accounts, what they're saying, what they're, you know, sharing, but also reading and listening to these, um, to other moms online that are being honest about motherhood, not just me, other moms. I want you to also, number two, start listening to some podcasts and reading books from Honest Moms. Links will be in the show notes. Three, I want you to then start writing down your feelings and then saying them out loud alone. Even if you just read them from your list, your journaling, your writing, say them out loud in a closet, on a walk with your headphones in. And then finally, the next step is finding one person, just one you can trust, tell your feelings to. And if that person is me, that counts. So know that you can always reach out to me. You know how to reach out to me many ways. So those are just four chronological things that help me take the baby. I'm good with baby steps. I can't jump into the polar ice all at once. I have to take baby steps and just kind of build upon that. But you do what works for you, what you feel works for you. But start something, even if it's today, to connect with other people and to see like, oh, she feels this way. She feels this way. I'm not alone. Oh, my gosh. Because that's exactly what I said when these women would start talking or writing, however they were getting their message out. I loved that I started feeling like I was part of a team and part of something instead of alone on my deserted island. All right, I have a closing inspiration. I'll do this every episode, solo episode. And I, my source today is the amazing Leslie Ann Bruce. You can connect with her on Instagram at Leslie Ann Bruce. It will be in the show um, notes. And her book that she wrote in 2019 is called You Are a Fucking Awesome Mom. Fucking has a little asterisk where the you should be. Uh, The book is amazing. The audio book is even more amazing because her voice is great. Um, The inspiration, here it is. This is her words about her life. Caring for a new baby can be a struggle. I've always loved my daughter, certainly. We always have to justify that. But I didn't actually enjoy her until she got a bit older. It's hard to enjoy something you feel like you're failing at. Saying that may make me sound like an asshole, but it's honest. And when it comes to motherhood, I don't think my putting on a pretense helps anyone. Whoa. (laughs) So Leslie's book is a perfect source for you. Leslie Ann's book, a perfect, honest mom source for you. She has quotes like this just flowing through the entire book. 
a lot of nodding the head, a lot of yes and thank yous can come from your, your head. You may not resonate with her exact story, but you will definitely pull little tidbits from her honest stories and honest feelings. And I resonated with this because I didn't start enjoying, I didn't start to enjoy Brooklyn until she was a bit older, like four, honestly. And I think part of it was I felt like I was failing at motherhood that I wasn't, you know, because I wasn't enjoying every moment of it. And I was having these challenges with adjusting that I have with life in general. And because I had those feelings that I wasn't really connecting with her at all. And I felt like an asshole if I said it, <laughs> like Leslie Ann says, but like she also says, I'm not helping anyone by putting up this false picture that everything is perfect and that I am rocking this motherhood gig. So think about that and think about all the things we have been going through this episode. I want to thank you for listening and staying till the end. I look forward to connecting with you again next week with another episode of the Honest Mom podcast. Until then, make one small step toward your honest motherhood. Thank you so much for listening to the Honest Mom Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review or comment so I can give you the content you deserve. To learn more, including what I offer to moms, check out michellemansfieldauthor.com. Most importantly, if you know a mom that needs to hear the words you heard today, please share the love and let's create a community of moms being honest for all of us.